0: This is the Ben and Ashley I almost famous podcast with iHeartRadio.
1: My least favorite episodes are when Ashley's gone. Oh, it's not fun. It is not fun for me. We have such but a special
2: guest.
1: We do. I oh, ladies and gentlemen, this person has been loved by many, seen for a very short period of time, smiles, and the world lights up. We know him as grocery store. Joe is in studio Joe welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast thank you thank you glad to be here Joe Joe, what's your last name Amabile holy cow what's up with your season or I guess Becca's season and all of these names yeah I know right I mean Joseph Anthony Amabile it's Italian I'm from Chicago it's Italian yeah I mean it's beautiful it really is beautiful but your names I mean what's Becca's last name uh
0: kufrin right kufrin
1: i think a good it is guy. yeah you're closer you're closer than uh her second or her third place finisher so yeah. um i mean I only,
0: right. la- I only lasted a day so i can only know so much
1: uh joe this is i you know i don't get it i'm sitting here preparing for this podcast we've talked to most of the people that came off the bachelor um from winners to losers to second place people to who the heck are you? And for some reason, as I'm getting prepared for this, I get a little nervous because I'm talking to you, and you were literally gone day one. Why is that?
0: I think I'm, I think I'm really good at being bad <laughs> at, at this. Like I just, I don't know. Like because it was, I was horrible that first but episode. But what do
2: you mean?
0: I, I, I think I just, I don't know. I'm good at sucking at things. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean. I was very Joe, nervous. I was extremely nervous. I got out of the limo and I freaked out. Like I couldn't, hmm. I couldn't even like make a sentence. And
1: I was like. But, but they edited it to make it look like you could talk just fine, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I walked up and said, I forgot everything I was going to say. Well, I think that's, I mean, you.
1: Joe, that's you. Like yeah. You've literally in your failures turned into, I'm not kidding. One of the most endearing people that America has ever seen. Oh, thank you. Well, no, that's not a compliment. <laughs> I'm saying in your failures, like I'm, it's it's just odd, <laughs> it's odd to me.
0: <laughs> I, it's odd to me too. I wasn't expecting it. You know, I, after that first, after going one, when I went home, I'm like, okay, no one's gonna remember
1: me. That was it. So long. You know, I, I mean, what is it? I'm I'm sitting here again, preparing for this, and talking to you makes me nervous. <laughs> I mean, like it's not you sucking at this. There's something about you, Joe. That's like oddly endearing for everybody involved, and yet nobody can put their finger on it. Yeah, you're a good looking dude. Great. Good for you. But (laughs) there's something about who you are as a person that has attracted the billions to grocery store Joe.
0: You know what? I think it's, I think people watching everybody would be nervous in that situation because it's nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. And I think I do a pretty, Good job of showing that I'm nervous. Like, I, I didn't, I tr- didn't try to hide it. Like, I knew, like, yeah. like I'm gonna be awkward on TV because I'm not used to having these cameras in front of me, and it's a lot of pressure. And even, even just approaching a beautiful woman like Becca, I'm like, you know, I'm in a suit. I don't wear suits like ever, so I'm like, I, I was just, I don't know, I was nervous, and I think people could appreciate that.
1: Are you nervous right now?
0: Um, I mean, a little bit.
1: Not like I, I was mean, the first okay. night. So some people, when they get nervous, I was looking this up right now on Google. So a lot of people, when they get nervous, talk more. The Most people here, uh, as I was researching, seem to, by studies found, talk more than, than they kind of shut down. You shut down. And there's something about you, Joe. We're going to get a little deep here for a second. Okay. When you shut down, you get away with it. Like for me, I feel like if I just sat and stopped talking like you do and giggled and smiled and just (laughs) sat there, uh, I would come off as the weirdest, creepiest, most odd person alive. But there's something about you, Joe, that you do that. You get away with doing nothing and people (laughs) love you. I know. It's great. I'm jealous. I I, I mean, it's a good, I guess. I'm very envious.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know why it works. I really don't. I, I'm shocked by all this.
1: Well, okay, okay. So what was your expectation expectations when you went on to the bachelorette? You you knew you were going to be nervous. Yeah. Let's just walk. Okay. This is, this will be fun because okay. what a lot of people don't know about my night one on the bachelorette is Caitlin and Britt will say the same thing. I got to the limo and froze and mm-hmm. I wasn't smooth enough to say, I forgot everything I said. I literally tried to talk and couldn't, could not get two words out. I said something along the lines of, um, Caitlin, nice to meet you. Br- Britta, like And I like, I. that's how it went. <laughs> yeah. And I walked inside and I thought, and then you don't really talk too much on night one. I was laying in my hotel room that night because you go back for a couple hours just to get some rest because it's so late. Mm-hmm. And I was, I had my head in my pillow and I was so embarrassed because I knew I was done. I knew I was done. I knew I was going to be going home soon. I knew this was over for me. I was nervous too. So anyways, that's my night one. One yeah. of the most nerve wracking things I've ever done. You're prepping, right? You So you're in a hotel. Pre- preparing to go over to the mansion, preparing mm-hmm. to walk down the limo. What's going through your mind? Walk us through that whole night for us.
0: <sighs> okay. So I wake up. I'm like, all right. You know, I was watching some baseball. I'm like, all right, just take it easy. Be yourself. Um, you're going to be nervous, but be okay with that. And just, you know, my, I was just going to, I didn't want to do any gimmick when I got out of the limo. I didn't, that's not me. And I just was going to be honest and tell her I was just really, um, I'm really looking forward to meeting you. You know, she looked beautiful. I wanted to tell her that. And that was my goal. And I was just, hopefully, I figured I'd be able to come across myself. Um, I wanted to make her laugh. And I thought it'd be okay. So, I'm good. Like, I feel confident. I'm ready to go. We line up to get in that limo. And this is the first time you're seeing the guys and everything. And I just, and I'm still, like, in the limo. I could feel my nerves coming. I'm like, all right you're really nervous. And when I get really nervous, I get like, I can't, I really can't speak. Like it's hard. Like I'm like, I get it. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And then I, like I feel my nerves go away as I'm about to get out of limo. So I'm like, okay, beautiful. This is going to be great. That's
1: your body playing a trick on you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They got me.
0: Uh So now I, I step out of the limo. I think I started talking and then I stopped. And then I walked up to her and I'm like, this is good. Yeah. I'm like, I forgot everything I was going to say. My name's Joe. I hate myself right now. And then I walked away. I'm like, yeah, you know, done. And then the whole, like, I couldn't enjoy, like that first night's not enjoyable anyways for anybody. I don't think just because it's just so hectic and it's so new and there's cameras everywhere and nobody really knows what's going on but I just couldn't get out of my head. I, I was like that feeling you said when you went back to the hotel, I'm like, <sighs> I was just so upset with myself. So I couldn't, even when I spoke to her on our one-on-one, I was just too nervous.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. So Joe, I, I think everybody's, I mean, I don't actually, I don't know. I maybe it's just me. I, I, this is my <laughs> interview. Anyways, I can do what I want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you go back to the hotel, you're kicked off night one. Um, you realize that you failed straight up, this this was, I mean, you, I mean, everybody wants to say, you'll learn from your failures. Failures will turn into great things. I'm sure it will. Good for you. Look at you now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you're soaking in failure and misery and heartbreak and rejection from night one, right? It's yeah. everybody's worst nightmare when they go on the show. You're going to go home night one. Yeah. You sit there. What is your mindset? I remember you talked to Chris Harrison. You said something like, you know, you had to call your buddies and be like, it's not good. But from did you carry this like weight for months, knowing that this all ended so quickly? Not really, because I'm pretty good at
0: getting over things quickly. Like I was really upset. Um, yeah. But like the, when I got home in Chicago, it was St. Patrick's Day the next day, so we all went out, and I'm like, I know I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna look bad, but I'm gonna be on TV for what, you know, when they when it gets edited in commercials, I'm gonna be on TV for a couple minutes i'm gonna look a little goofy <laughs> and that's it um so i i got over it pretty quickly and then there would be moments where i'm like oh man i you know i wish i i wish i just didn't screw that up like i wish it would have yeah. went a little better
2: why did you want to do this in the first place you that's seem what like, i was wondering what is yeah ha- you seem like the okay, least likely uh, person to ever yeah. want to go on the show hey no. hey <laughs> me sorry i'm just being honest he's yeah. so so He's nervous. so much
1: better than I am. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was so embarrassed. I would have held on to that guilt for, or that shame for so long going, all oh, my friends are going to laugh at me, my family. Joe, you just cruise on by. You are a lot better man than I am. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why
2: do you want to do this?
0: So I was I was at Whole Foods. I was shopping. I was walking out, and a lady approached me. She said, you want to try out for The Bachelor? So I'm like, I could be the next Bachelor. I'll do that. You know?
2: See, <laughs> <So you> have- of <laughs> Yeah,
0: so now I'm like, I don't even think I got to go on The Bachelor. I'm like, this is perfect. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I feel like everything kind of happens for a reason. I'm single, and I'm like, why not give it a try, you know? I, You know, I haven't met that one in Chicago, and I thought this, I mean, maybe. So you
2: don't let your nerves stop you.
0: No. No, I like, I, yeah, I know I'm going to be nervous, but that's just something I have to deal with. That's just who I am.
1: Yeah. Real quick, we got to backtrack because I know our listeners are going to freak out. Mm-hmm. Um, why were you shopping at Whole Foods? Do you own a grocery store? So
0: I own the grocery store that was that's was on the south side of Chicago, and it's like yeah an hour from where I live, and it's it was just a smaller store, and I was just I was actually going to Whole Foods to get like the hot foods to like uh, make a sale. Okay. I just so, want to clear that up because yeah.
1: I knew people would freak out. Yeah, and, I know. You
0: know it's a big thing. Yeah. this
1: grocery store. You're not store. faithful, you know. <laughs> You turn your back on the things you love, that kind of stuff. I just don't want that for you. No, thank you. Um, okay, Joe. Now you're on Paradise. Um, you you leave Chicago, which, by the way, uh, I'm going to Chicago for a Cubs game tomorrow. Big Cubs fan. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll I'll give a little blessing there when I when I land in the windy city for you. Um, so you leave Chicago to go back to Paradise. At this point, America has fallen in love with you. Chris Harrison is a huge fan of you. You have continued time over time on your moments on TV to make people just go that Joe guy there is something different and special about him. Showing up to Paradise, were you nervous as nervous what were your feelings? Well, first I was shocked they even asked me to go on Paradise, you know.
0: Um I was still nervous there, but you do you get you get more confidence as like this my social media like was getting a lot bigger and people were like loving me. Mm -hmm. So I I had that going in there and I knew I was going to be nervous, but I'm always, I feel like I'm better the second time around. So, you know, when I, I walked up, I met Chris Harrison, I was nervous, but I was able
1: to speak. And I knew that's all I had to really do. I would have loved for you. That would have been one of the best scenes on TV ever if you froze talking to Chris Harrison. Like if you got nervous to talk to Chris and you couldn't get your words out because you're so anxious and excited to talk to Chris. That would have been good. Yeah, I should have done that. I should have that. Nice. <laughs> um, and so we've watched you on this this season so far. This has been a great Season of Paradise. Uh, your love story is one that we're all tracking. You've you've kind of bounced back and forth. Can you give all of our listeners a little recap of your love story to date in Paradise? Um,
0: yeah, sure. So I was taught. I was, I was, I was talking to Tia, Crystal, and Kendall. Um, but Kendall was the only one I was really um, interested in that first night. And she. But why did you talk to the others then? Well, I well, I just got there and I figured, let me, you know, talk to everybody, see what it's like. Okay. Plus, I was working. Yeah. I was working out some nerves, anyways.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Get, get loosened up for the, you know, <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I get it. Get some practice in. So, so you start talking to Kendall. Is there a spark immediately? Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, we were able to. She's very easy to talk to. She's very beautiful, and we we just would laugh at everything. Like we wouldn't even really talk about anything. We were just laughing the whole time. So there was something there.
1: Yeah, I get it. I've watched you too. And, and, you know, when you watch on TV, I've always said that The Bachelor does a great job at telling the story, but there's those small details that have to be left out because there's only so much time that they can put on TV. When we watch your story with Kendall so far, what we've seen is a lot of giggling, a lot of kind of like funny, odd comments that make the viewer like confused. But yet again, you and Kendall both have this ability to talk about the oddest things like having picnics and cemeteries and people respond with going, isn't that sweet? If I said that on TV, (laughs) if Ashley Iconetti said that on TV, if really any other person I know said that on TV other than Sean Booth, the world would freak out. How
2: have you never been on a picnic?
0: Yeah, that's weird. Is it? I don't know. I just never. It's as
2: weird as Kendall. Remember when she told us she likes to go to the cemetery with and read a book with an apple? (laughs) I was like, that's weird too. But how have you not been on a picnic? You own a grocery store.
0: I just, I don't know. I'm from the city. It's just something we never even thought about doing. It was like never an option. It was never like, what do you want to do tomorrow? You never made a sandwich
2: and took it to the beach?
0: (laughs) No. (laughs) Ben.
1: I don't get it either. I mean, but but here's the thing, Amy, this is the truth. Like, that's odd. It's different. Like, you don't have a basket
2: took... with the, like, checkered blanket, but, like, you never just made a sandwich and took it to the park. That's a picnic.
1: I, if so I you're... made a sandwich, I, I would eat it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. It's, yeah. Picnics are weird because you have to, like, make food and then wait a couple hours. But the thing is, Amy... <laughs> Joe is always going to win. Like, I guarantee you, after this podcast, I'm going to get some email saying, please stop being so mean to Joe. And I'll say, how was I mean to Joe? They're, they'll say, you picked on him for not having a picnic. And I'll say, stop taking Joe's side on everything, single thing in the world. Like, he, this man has so, the biggest support system of anybody I've ever heard of. Here's what I And can we say. love him for it. I think he's a great dude. I, I'm a big Joe fan.
2: I can't reveal any details on this, but I have been in a public place where Joe was in the same public place. He And I know what it's like to be a night one person compared to being you. Like, more people know you. So many people were like, Grocer Joe, Watermelon Joe, of Trader Joe. Like, they were freaking out. It was really. I, I think it might be the teeth. You, He's got some teeth.
1: Smile for us, Joe. Real quick. That's, just give like us a good smile. Your there dentist you <laughs> or orthodontist
2: should really get, like some sort of call from you because they did an excellent job
1: yeah hey amy real quick mm-hmm. can you can you get up in there and take a nice close picture of joe's smile oh, i want course. to post that on social media yeah, for this podcast <laughs> yeah please do that you just talking yeah get up in there real close as close so, as you can while yeah, I, it's keeping it clean i think
0: i have a lot i think i have a lot of teeth
2: people see. yeah try and give me like a real big
1: let's check that tartar line we need to make sure yeah i'm drinking up. yeah i'm drinking coffee right now Good for you. Hey, you know, Joe, I am a big fan of you. Not only you're a Midwestern guy, I'm from Indiana. Yeah. Um, And so I'm super close. You're great, dude. Uh, There's a reason why people love you. Uh, I think you I feel like you're going to carry the weight for a while on this franchise of the guy that everybody's going to be a little confused by because you're only on for such a short amount of time. Also saddened by because we didn't get to watch you more. And a huge fan of everybody's gonna be a huge fan of you because you really are the type of guy that kind of draws people in. Like Amy was saying, as we were prepping for this podcast, we can't say where you're at, but as she was with you, and she's been out with a lot of people from this show in public, the the attention and love that you get is beyond anything a lot of people have ever seen. And it's deserved, man. It's really deserved. And let's you.
2: say things go well, because I, I see the spark with you and Kendall, obviously, on the episodes we've seen. If things go well would you move would she move are you going to try and date would you be open to that like do you like california
0: well if things go well right
2: i get it you know
0: we're just um, saying we would i think we would have to we would have to talk about possibly splitting that up a little bit but i love california and chicago winters
1: are brutal not so fun yeah the worst place in the world it 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 really really is. is Yeah. yeah, it's the, the most beautiful place in the summer, the worst place in the winter. I, I wouldn't blame you for getting out of there. But, but Joe, you don't seem like the kind of California guy to me. Like, I think uh, being a Chicago guy has a certain amount, just a Chicago person has a certain certain amount of grit to it. Could you handle the California lifestyle? You
0: know what? I don't know. We eat dinner really early here, really,
2: really early. Like 530 is no problem for us.
0: It is definitely a different lifestyle. Um, but I am more laid back. I mean, it is more that laid back lifestyle, but I'm, I think I'm laid back.
2: Do you like taxidermy? Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't have a problem with it. (laughs) I I really don't like
2: taxidermy at
0: all. Like when, yeah, I think Kendall asked me, she's like, did you ever see a dead body? I'm like, yeah. You know, I think she thought I was going to be like, like, oh my God, that's so creepy. What dead body
2: did you see? Your grandma or something?
1: Ah, my uncle. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw my uncle's dead. I, I walked in on my uncle that passed away, uh as well so i'm with you on that joe it's yeah not, it's not it's not something that uh you really want to live through again but I, so i've it's only a...
2: seen one dead body my great grandma
1: yeah it was like an
2: open casket that's a very strange yeah. thing we oh talk this is to... i'm talking kind of different than yeah. just open
1: caskets. yeah I've so we a lot you of saw games.
2: like a dead body
1: yeah
0: yeah uh, we were pretty close I, I i like walked in the house and he was yeah deafening. same it was oh pretty my bad God, yeah
2: this is traumatic
0: it was yeah it
1: so okay joe this is a good segue then because somebody asks you. So there's two things that, the ways to look at this. Mm-hmm. Somebody asks you, like Kendall, because I, I've experienced the same thing as you. I know it still sticks with me today, walking in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody asks you that, that, you can view it two ways. One of two ways, either one, she really cares and wants to hear that because she knows it's traumatic, she knows it will affect your life long-term. Or two, it's just an odd question and you take it as an odd question that's a little bit offensive and a little bit weird. When Kendall asks you this, how do you take it initially?
0: I take it as her showing off her personality, that she's not scared to talk about anything. And I think okay. she wanted to see how I would play with that. And And I didn't want to bring up, like, that's, a, that's something that was a really, like, sad thing that happened to me in my life. And I didn't want to talk about that on yeah. the show the first day. And I didn't think she was pushing for that. I think she was just being fun and silly. And I didn't take it offensive at all. There's not, I don't, I don't really get offended too easily.
1: Yeah, I I get that. I kind of looked at it as you're right. Like showing off a personality. She kind of has this way. Tell me if I'm wrong because we're watching, we're all fans of the show. You know, I don't know Kendall really at all. She kind of has this way of saying, how far can I creep you out until you stand up and stop getting creeped out? And then I'm just a really cool, funny person that you're actually going to enjoy being around because we can talk about anything. Is that her? Is that who she is?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I was pretty uh, good at calling her out on that.
2: I actually hung out with Kendall a few times, and I think she's pretty deep. Do you know what I mean? Her sister is, too. They're very, like, um, like, they're not going to just talk about the weather. Like, you can really talk about, like, real stuff.
1: Yeah, she's very intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. That's awesome. That's good. But here's my thing. Here's the interesting part about the show. If anybody asks me that on a first date outside of being in Paradise or on the – well, even kind of on The Bachelor, I guess, I would be super creeped out. Like, really creeped out by it. It would be a red flag on you, you're odd, your mind's in a different place than me. But you just kept going with it. Was it because you kind of knew Kendall was semi-normal just from watching her in the past? I didn't even watch her in the
0: past. But I I, I don't know. I just wasn't creeped out by it. That doesn't bother me. Now, if she would have talked about it the entire time, then I would have been like, yeah. okay, this is clearly an obsession, and I don't know if I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. But... I, um, Uh, Joe, yeah, I just thought for me, it was just, it was her showing off her personality. And and I like that. It's interesting. And that's what I was looking for coming on the show was something different. Yeah. You know,
1: that's what I was going to ask. Were you looking for something like this or something to shake it up? Were you super excited? I mean, at this point, you're probably already getting like, Joe should be the bachelor tweets. And so you had your mindset on what, if you find somebody in paradise you no longer have the option to be a bachelor was that okay? were you okay with that
0: yeah absolutely I mean I think mm. um the whole bat all the bachelor talks I mean of course I've thought about it I think I think everybody that goes on the show thinks about it because it is a possibility um yeah. I don't know how I would handle it I don't know if I would accept it um but I mean I would entertain the idea
1: yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad you met Joe. I tell you one thing and I mean this, I don't say this to everybody. I think I've said it to one other person when I'm in Chicago or you come through Denver, or wherever we can meet up at you. you I, I just want to sit and hang out. I think you are a type of guy that we can sit down, have a beer, talk life. I'll talk about all my weird stuff and you'll listen and giggle like you do to Kindle. That's cool. <laughs> But uh Joe, you're a good dude man thanks for coming on the show like not just this show, not almost famous we we appreciate that but thanks for coming on The Bachelor and Bachelorette and representing this franchise in a positive way by just being yourself. You
0: got it um I really like you too. you uh, you're a great guy before so.
2: before Joe goes, can we play a quick game Ben?
1: I would love to. What's the game?
2: I'm gonna say a name and yeah. Joe. Has to say the first word that comes to his mind. No need to be nervous, Joe. I'm not. Um, that comes to your mind when I say the name. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Colton. Virgin. Tia.
0: Not a virgin. This is, this is going to be <laughs> this boring so if we keep doing this. I'm, oh, I'm, obviously, I'm going to change it. Annalise, Annalise. Uh, emotional. Jordan, the model. Um, smart.
2: Chris, why they call him Goose, I don't know.
0: Mm, Chris is funny. Funny. Kendall. I guess I'm... Breaking the rules. Kendall of this, uh, Cemetery. Wells. Wells.
2: No. Oh, okay. That's funny. I didn't get that at first, but that's funny. Chris Harrison. Uh,
0: well dressed.
2: <laughs> nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's the game. Becca.
0: A... Oh, Becca. Um, I don't. I don't know. And last I, don't know, one. I don't know why I just froze up to that. I don't know. You got why well, <laughs> yeah. you still got some issues. Yeah, I, I guess so. I yeah, guess you I got guess, some issues. Yeah, I guess I can't. Th- you, and, I got a little,
1: and I got a little <laughs> nervous when you said her name, too. Hey, the good part about this show is you get a second chance. And so I've got two people for you. One is somebody that I just don't understand and don't get yet, and I need to get your clarity on. But this one. Hey, my turn. Becca. Uh Becca. Wait! Holy cow, <laughs> dude, you got some issues. Uh, I think so. What is it with this girl? Why? I don't well, know. Let's talk about this for a second yeah. before we move forward. This is this is a beautiful segment.
0: Yeah, Joe, I, I, what's wrong? I, I don't know. I get really. I guess. I guess the whole thing is, it was a traumatic experience for me. I was really PTSD. upset about it.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's, Joe. Third time's a charm. Becca, cool. How about that? Oh, All, right. Becca, All right, Becca. Becca. No, yeah. that was good. That's okay. fine. Right. I'll, I'm going to take cool. We What's the we'll stop there? Okay. Um, and the next one, the one I've never understood from your season. Okay. And I don't know if you've been around a lot or not, but let's try Leo. Tarzan. <laughs> All right. That can mean a lot of different things. And I think it fits Joe, the grocer, Joe, what's your last name again? Amomaly. Amabile, yeah. the man of the hour, the man of the franchise may, you know, it's kind of like the PGA championship that existed, uh, you know, last week, Tiger Woods got second, but yet he is getting a lot more attention than Brooks Kepka, who won. It's kind of like Joe, the grocer. There's a lot of people in between night one and the last night, but Joe, the grocer has came out on top. He is winning over America with that smile and that charm. Joe the Grocer, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me.
0: Follow the Ben and Ashley I, almost famous podcasts on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.